0: The Ziggler Show comes from the legacy of Zig Ziggler and brings together personal and professional growth, business success, and faith. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. In this episode, the most helpful personal development resources. So everyone, a lot of people, claim that their personal development and self-help resource is the best. Well, what did the consumers say Well, first in this show, I've got a four and a half minute message from Zig Ziglar sharing the life changing power of consuming positive and equipping messages. Then Tom Ziglar joins me to talk through an incredible list of real world testimonials. Here's what I asked the Ziglar audience. What personal development resources have you gotten the most out of? We got tons of responses and we talked through as many as we could. And from this show, you're going to hear what the number one resources are that people have used literally in their lives to change their lives. So I'll cue up the message from Zig and then Tom and I will hit your comments right after I share some great products and services with you. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
1: For 24 years, I weighed well over 200 pounds. I lost tons of weight. It went up and down and up and down. But 24 years ago, when the picture of myself changed, the weight came off, and as you can see, it is still off. Tom Hartman's picture had changed. Now, let me emphasize a point. In the first series, I pointed out that you will discover very quickly that when you start out on a project, you will discover that there is a conspiracy among people to help you reach your objective, not to keep you from it, but when you know where you're going, the world kind of gets together and says, hey, here's a lady or here's a man who knows where they're going. I want to go with them or I want to make it easier for them. Let me tell you what had happened in Tom Hart. Life. Now, help sometimes is negative, which turns out to be positive. For example, that store owner who looked so skeptical and said to himself where he bought his clothes, I don't think he's going to make it. And Tom Hartman said, I will show that dude. The little girl who said, look at the fat man, does not realize how much she had helped Tom Hartman in of that project. His brother who bought him those tapes had certainly been an enormous help to him. Now, some of you might say, but Zig, did I hear you say a few minutes ago that Tom listened to that self-image tape over 500 times? Yes, that's exactly what I said. Now, Zig, you've got to be kidding me if you stand there and tell me that he benefited over 500 times every time he listened to it. Well, I'm going to try to do exactly verbatim what I did in the first seminar on something here because this is so enormously significant. And I'm going to make a very strong statement now, a statement which I cannot prove. I honestly believe that more people have lost more weight and kept it off as a direct result of listening to my tapes than any diet book that you've ever seen. Now, that's a strong statement. I have people literally by the hundreds who start a conversation with me by saying, you know, I started listening to those tapes and I lost 40 pounds or I lost 200 pounds or I lost 60 pounds or whatever. Now, let me tell you, as I said in the very first session, why that happens. The brain produces some incredible chemicals. Uh, Things activate the brain. For example, exciting music activates the brain. It floods the system with endorphins, dopamine, norepinephrine, and some of the other neurotransmitters. Exercise, jogging uh, will uh, really get them going. Winning a Super Bowl game gets those endorphins hopping and all. And what exactly was happening there was every time Tom listened to the tape, it activated, in some cases, the pituitary in the brain, other cases, other parts of the brain. His system was flooded then with those chemicals, and he was energized physiologically. Now, specifically what happens and the way you activate the brain is there's something in your system called serotonin. It generally gets busy about 10 o'clock in the morning, about four hours after we've gotten our day started. Now, how do you activate the brain to jumpstart the serotonin? You can do it one of two ways. Do something really nice for somebody else or listen to something that is truly inspiring. That's the way you do it. Now, dopamine and norepinephrine are your energy. because that's what gets that little get-up-and-go, that little extra step in your life. Now, there's also something in the brain called galanin. Now, galanin is the bad guy. Dopamine and norepinephrine give you the energy. Endorphins give you the endurance. And all of those are produced as we listen to something exciting and motivating, all right? Now, the person who is overweight, what happens is the galanin, the bad guy, literally eats devours destroys the dopamine or the norepinephrine and so the more overweights you are the lower that energy level goes and what Tom Hartman was doing he was activating the brain producing more dopamine more norepinephrine more endorphins and as a result he developed the energy he was burning that fat instead of consuming that fat I just believe that's one of the most exciting breakthroughs that I I have ever heard or ever learned in my life again when the picture you have of yourself changes then everything in your life is going to change
0: all right well Tom and looking at resources we had so many people come to Facebook and give us the resources that have actually you know again my perspective was not just something that was good that they were excited about inspired them a little bit but what actually gave value to to their lives because I think we all have that we have that book or we have that talk you know could be a TED talk my gosh these days uh, we have that conference we have that person a mentor and people are referencing all those but those resources that are kind of just top of the list and for me I I mean I have those things and it's the ones that I bring up time and time again we do that on the show a lot of times where we'll reference the same person same message same book overall, we've talked about uh, people like Shanti Feldhahn, who we had on the show, who, uh, you know, her book on kindness. We talk about it consistently and it really impacted us. So that, that's what I was going for. I know you've got your own, probably a long list, but hopefully a short list of the ones that were really the most impacting to you.
2: Absolutely. Uh, my list is, is fairly short. Uh, and that's because I'm always, you know, one, I guess a, a spot on my list is What's new? What am I interested in? What is it that I don't know that I want to know more about? And I put that into my uh, listening uh, portfolio. But the regulars are, gosh, you know what? Uh, I, there's a devotional that I do, His utmost for My Highest, mm-hmm. Oswald Chambers, every day. Uh, I read one book in the Book of Proverbs, try to read that every day. Uh, and then there's some podcasts that I go back to over and over again. Uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, uh, Freakonomics, uh, some other things. So I think I'm kind of like most people. What about you, Kevin? What is it that you kind of dip your fingers into on a regular basis?
0: A real consistent one for me is Dallas Willard as an author. Uh, And he's got The Spirit of the Disciplines. I've got, um, uh, gosh, what is the current book that I'm reading for the second time? Uh, I'll have to think about. I'll have to think about what the title is, uh, but Dallas Willard, I, I consistently just go back and marinate on his books, usually during my devotion time, and his that is a faith based. Frederick Buechner as well, from a faith based standpoint, those are two guys that I read more than uh, more than anyone. As far as a business, I mean, there's no book I've talked about, and we're gonna have a bunch of people that testify to it. Then um, you know, See You at the Top and How to Win Friends and Influence People. I mean, those are st- those are. Those are irreplaceable ones that I can just go back to time and time again and reorient myself. It's like the Bible says, renew your mind every day and I can do those. There's no, I think that's what I'd love to read something and have it, boom, impact me. And I am a changed man from that day forward. And maybe I am a little bit, but I'm going to get, you know, a fifth of the change that I could get if I did, if I kept going back and forth, which is what, again, in the show we start off with Zig's uh, talk about the guy who listened to Stay motivated you know a hundred times or so we've got Seth Godin you know who talked about uh, see our uh, secrets of closing the sale that he listened to you know 72 times before the cassette tape died and he had to get a new one so that's what I was really I was really looking for from people and it's interesting to hear some of the stuff that they testify to are the classic things that we know of like some of those books and some are are new so I hope this really equips people for some new resources to dig into because these are ones that people actually testified to. Awesome. All right, well here, I'll start off with one. And, and I'm gonna start off with podcasts. And admittedly, I'm asking Ziggler listeners what podcasts they listen to. So what's one that they talk about a lot? The Ziggler Show. So I'm very honored. But even to hear what they say about it here, like Dennis Durrell, he says, The Ziggler Show has been a springboard to a large percentage of books that I've read. Often, once I find an author I like, it will spawn multiple reads of, of their books. Mark Batterson comes to mind as a recent example. and We had him on a show just recently. Uh, other times, the show is the best part of the book, and I glean those parts and move on. But even the conversations between you and Tom bring a number of thoughtful insights. Uh, standing alone, no one show or, or, or one book or anything has been the key, it's putting it together, that creates, knits together a paradigm of success that I absolutely use daily. And Tom, a lot of people said that. But he said this show is a catalyst, a force multiplier, if you will. And I'm very remiss not to include the True Life podcast, my other podcast, the True Life podcast. Those principles have added years to my life and made me weller on the spectrum. I don't mean to come across as just a big fanboy, but the information principles and strategies presented have made such a huge difference in my life today. I'm honestly a better person, employee, husband, father, leader because of it. Well, how's that? That's uh, thank you, Dennis, for that. I will say as we're going to go down and talk through some podcasts that people listen to that different than books, that is the benefit of the podcast because you could tune in to the same person. And even if they're having different topics, different guests like we do, it's still the same thread or a similar thread of the spirit of how we come into these perspectives of personal development. Right, Tom?
2: Right. And, you know, I, I saw a pretty interesting little post on Facebook the other day and it said this. If somebody's is the person who's criticizing you and the, the context with social media, right, because there's a lot of that going on right now. Uh, is that someone who's criticizing you? Is that someone you would seek out for advice? Hmm. And if the answer is no, then why are you letting it bother you that they're criticizing you? And so what I want to speak to in that regard, kind of a, along a similar line is it's, I think it's awesome to get recommendations on books to read, but you've got to ask yourself, is the person who's recommending the book, is that someone who I would go to for advice? And that to me, is, you know, the, the key thing that we say is we we've got to guard what we put in our mind. we got to choose our input. So you need to be careful of what you read, what you listen to, what paths you go down. And I think a lot of people, they like the Ziegler show because we we're viewed as kind of a trusted resource, right? Yeah. Cause you do a lot of due diligence. I don't know. I think I send you, uh, somebody who's saying, Hey, I want to be on the show maybe two or three times a week now. And you vet them, right? Yeah. You, you vet them because if they don't match up with the principles and values, uh, then we don't want them on the show. And that's small, okay, let's be real. That's not a lot of people that, but some of them, they they have great stuff. It's just not our audience. Yeah, And so we vet, we vet them as well. Yeah, I've got a,
0: an agency that, that sends me a lot of uh, personalities that's starting to do a background check on everybody and let us know what's happening. I'll tell you on that, that's interesting that you say that though, Tom, because if there's a podcaster out there that you're listening to a lot, that is not somebody you would seek advice out of, you're listening to them for entertainment. And that's top of the list. Bottom line, if you go to iTunes and look at the top shows on planet Earth, the vast majority are entertainment. Even the personalities that are on there, and people say, oh, they do really interesting, uh, you know, neat uh, uh, interviews and whatnot. It's still entertainment because they're not people that you would go to for advice. That's a great way to put that. And I'm not saying, you know, entertainment. Hey, I like entertainment as well, Uh, but that's a great filter to put them through. Uh, Kathy Collins, she says, uh, of course, our our podcast, Zig Ziglar, and currently enjoying Ed Milet, uh, M-Y-L-E-T-T. He would be an awesome guest to interview. I've actually had a few people reference, him. I know of him, and it, the guy does have a big podcast, big following, big influence, uh, but he's not someone I've I've, I've encountered personally. Um, I haven't either. Andy here, she says, I'm an artist, so I listen to a- lots of art podcasts like the Art Angle, Versify, StoryCorps. Uh, Getty Museum, Ted Art Talks, and Studio 360, and Ted Radio Hour. You know, Ted is one. That's you know, such a phenomenon, the Ted Talks. I I went again and watched Simon Sinek's Start With Why, which I think is one of the top three all time. It has 50-some million just on the Ted site. I think it has millions elsewhere. But that is another They do such a great job of now. It's very formulaic. It's only 20 minutes. You've got to hit these different points. And Tom, I have been. I have. I've gotten some great influence from TED Talks. They're so masterful.
2: Yes, they are. And what they do, uh, the reason the formula works is, is it makes the presenter distill down their message into a stream that we can remember that we can use that just gets the nuggets out of it and so you don't have to weed through the
1: mm-hmm. different
2: things. Uh one thing that that they just said which I thought was was fantastic is they said I'm an artist so I listen to art podcasts. I think there's a lot of people out there who never go to that next level of thinking which is what is it that I really want to do? And maybe it's a niche, you know, maybe you're a high altitude farmer I'm almost guaranteeing you that there's gotta be some podcasts out there that specifically fulfill that. What a great way to build your your repertoire to build to build your knowledge. I it's interesting you
0: said, Tom, I had a meeting with a real estate company here in my area last week, and they were interest they're interested in wanting my counsel on starting a podcast just for this local audience. Even though any podcast can be listened to anywhere on planet Earth. And The Ziggler Show is listened to on about every country on planet Earth. Uh, there is more traction being had for local markets. So don't discount that, that if you speak to your local market, because for most people, that is the case. There's nobody speaking to them locally. Everything's global these days. Who's speaking locally? So this, uh, this, this real estate company is going to start doing that, just speaking to a local market. So, yeah, what to, to your aspect of niche, and that's always an opportunity always an opportunity uh lori she says i'm a podcast junkie i listen daily top of my list are ones providing real value uh, She says, the true life podcast uh, achieve your goals with hal elrod we had hal, hal on the show this year and he has a real popular uh podcast achieve your goals uh the Ziegler show destined to be i'm actually not familiar uh with with that one uh, but yeah, achieve your goals. Hal Elrod is another one, very popular, very long lines. If you like the Ziggler show, you're going to like his. Um, Dion uh, and I and you say I think his last name is is Uwe, is how you say it. Uh, he's from Malaysia. He says uh, I I learned a lot and I'm getting triggered on wellness to get weller by the True Life podcast. And Dion, Tom, you'll appreciate this. He is the gentleman in Malaysia. Uh, that hired me to come out and be their keynote speaker for an event that was postponed because of COVID. So
2: I know I've actually had a couple of interactions with him. Okay, great. great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll and, be there. And it's, it's funny. I really love the term Weller uh, that he yeah. talked about that. know that's a theme. Yep. And uh, that's one of the valuable things that you can learn by reading or listening is, you, uh, you know, like a domino falls and it's like, can I have perfect health? Probably not. Can I be weller? We all can be weller. Yes. And so, so that little shift gives us that permission to grow and, and go in that direction.
0: And I would say, of course, he's referencing in our true life podcast where we talk about that term, but that's, yeah, in every area of life, we're here at the Ziegler show figuring out how can we be weller? And it's kind of that thing of, uh, we can be, we need to be content with what we have, but I don't know if we're to be ever satisfied and just coasting along. Uh, Victoria Warner, she says, I love podcasts. Uh, Yours, of course, the Entree Leadership Podcast. And if you folks don't know that, that's in the Dave Ramsey franchise of podcasts. He probably has... I don't know, Tom, six, seven personalities. He's got his own podcast, of course, Dave Ramsey Show, which is one of the top on planet Earth, literally. And then he's got, uh, yeah, within the fold, Entree Leadership, his daughter, Rachel Cruz, Christy Wright, um, Chris Hogan, uh, Ken Coleman, who used to run the, or used to host the Entree Leadership podcast, now has his own. And they're all under the Ramsey label. You'll see the little R on there if you go into the business category I think most of them are in business um, but that's where uh, um, that's where Autry Leadership is he referenced or Victoria references the Jordan Harbinger show Jordan's one of the <clears throat> one of the current modern purveyors of how to win friends and influence people and, and what Ziegler about and we've had him on the show I think a couple times and then John Maxwell as well and I, I think he has a podcast uh
2: yeah, he has a couple of things. He has Does the he? Maxwell Minute, oh, okay. uh, which I, I'm not sure if that's a podcast or if that's a subscription. But, you know, we're in the podcast area. But uh, really, to me, you know, more and more people don't know whether it's a podcast or a webinar or yeah. an online subscription or whatever. But to me, the choice is, OK, what audio am I going to put into my life?
0: Yeah.
2: Right. What am I what am I going to do? And, and a lot of people I know love the flexibility of podcasts because you can do it while you're exercising, while you're driving, while you're doing other things.
0: Uh, Berna here, you'll appreciate this. She says most beneficial to me is the Ziegler show podcast. Uh, I've been reading, listening to some, some of the books suggested on the podcast. And I do know people appreciate that every, uh, just about every personality I have on the show is an author has a book and I do that on purpose. I want them to have a resource so if you like what you hear you can engage with them further uh, but Berna here she says I'm, I'm also with Mary Kay Cosmetics uh, and Mary Kay trainings have been a huge part of my personal growth and we talked on there a bit because uh, about the fact that Zig was such a part of I mean he was kind of their primary go-to personality wasn't he?
2: Way back in the day. So we're yeah. talking in the, in the 70s, in the early 70s. Uh, just a, a quick Mary Kay story, because I love it. Uh, Mary Kay's from Dallas, and she was building the business, and it was being very, very successful. And one of their groups asked Dad to go and speak. And so he spoke for this group. Um, didn't realize that Mary Kay was there. Mm-hmm. When he was done, she wanted to meet with him, and she said, Zig, I'm going to recommend... That all of our directors have you come in and speak to their organizations. Now the financial arrangement will be between you and the director because everybody's independent. But I'm going to recommend it. And then he then she said, and I'm going to recommend you do a full day workshop for them. Well, Dad had never done a full day workshop. You know, it was mainly uh, you know just keynotes and half days and things like that. So he created that full day workshop and the outline for that full day workshop turned into the book. See you at the top. That's excellent. And so that's kind of where our heart goes. When we thank Mary Kay, that invitation and that ask and that kickoff really started creating, uh, kind of what we know is Zig Ziglar today. And then when dad tried to get the book published, nobody would take it. I think he got turned down over 20 times. Mary Kay, I guess, called him and said, hey, Zig, I hear your book's coming out. And he said, well, I'm not sure when because nobody will publish it. I'm going to have to self-publish it. And she said, don't worry about it. I'll buy your first 5,000 copies. And so we owe a big debt of gratitude to that organization. So let's talk about since we're talking about resources. Let me talk about what Mary Kay is. Mary Kay is not a cosmetics company. They're actually a people development company. Hmm. That's what they do. So women and, and people who join Mary Kay, a lot of times they're joining because they need the opportunity. They need a little bit more money. They need, they, they're they they're put in an un a lot of times they're in an uncomfortable situation where they gotta do something, they gotta hustle. And they think they're gonna go out and sell cosmetics. And instead they enter into a community of people And their leaders build them up and give them the confidence to stand up in front of the group and train and develop. And they learn all these other skills. And so that is just another testimony to when you when you choose the right input, whether it's by association, a company like Mary Kay or somebody else, it changes your life.
0: Well, and to me, I mean, it's an organization. How many people? Have been heavily influenced by an organization, whether it's Mary Kay or, you know, weight washers or or something of that nature. And I'm going to put that into the mentor category. Let me read read just a handful that, that came in here. You are listening to The Ziegler Show in this episode on personal development resources that people testify truly help change their lives. Next, I read a handful who cited mentors were their primary source. So we're going to get right back into it after I share some great products and services with you. Meaningful conversations with mentors I trust. Brian Lynchard. He says a coaching mastermind group that I've been in as a Christian. And scrolling through the answers above that that he's been that were posted in here, on my own, I think it's sad that the church in general is not doing a better job to help people grow and improve. In my opinion, the church should be the number one answer to a question like this. Which interestingly enough, when I asked this question, nobody did say the church. Tom, which is a uh, uh, a bit of a sad, disappointing commentary. Uh, Dan Brandenburg, he says, a mastermind in small discussion groups. These things create an energy around everyone involved. When surrounded by like-minded folks, I simply grow. It's easy for us to get stuck in our own heads and those uh, and those around who aren't on a similar jersey, journey, then it's easy to get lost. And then one more, Nate Scott, he says, I've really found that talking to others is big right now. Before my superiors were focused Uh, Before they were focused on the future, but now, and I think he's talking about our current pandemic, they seem to be looking internally for answers and ways moving forward. From talking, I've gained more value on my team and a lot of helpful tips for being successful when I move up. Uh, Just again, a great call out to mentors. And we talked about this recently in a show, Tom, of You can get teaching guidance from these outside sources, which I'm going to say like books, like podcasts, like whatever. But when we talk mentors, I at least have been defining that lately as these are people who actually are, are involved with you and can impart that wisdom and guidance to you specifically in your specific circumstances. So even though I want to say that... Uh, Dallas Willard, I talked about him a minute ago, that he's you know, a mentor. Well, not really. He's a teacher and a guide, but he, he's he's no longer alive and I never met the guy. So he never personally mentored me. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's fair to say because I don't want to take away somebody's feeling of having a mentor that's far away, but it's different. These people are all talking about masterminds and discussion groups and uh, and mentors that they're personally involved with.
2: Yeah, you know, mentorship is... You know, Bob Bodine, who we've had on a couple of times, yep. just amazing. He wrote The Power of Who, and he talks about how we need a real friend. And I can't remember if I got this statistic from him, but well over 70% of men who make a what we call a catastrophic, catastrophically bad moral decision hmm. wouldn't have made it if they'd had one true friend. Wow. Right. In other words, somebody who's holding you accountable, someone who you can lay your heart to and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. I don't know what to do here. And the true friend would 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 say, oh, you know, we need to stay away from that. Let me help. You know, what can we do? But because there is no true friend, there is no friendship, there is no accountability. Then our minds a pretty scary place to go, you know, alone and we we can end up making pretty bad decisions. Yeah a little bad decision that grows into a medium sized bad decision that ends up being catastrophic. And so mentors and that type of relationship is so powerful. That's, that's what I love about being a coach is walking with people and seeing them grow. Uh, And it's a two way street. Mm -hmm. You know, I just thinking about one of the books that I read recently uh, was uh, Malcolm Gladwell's outliers. Mm -hmm. And he told the story in, A lot of listeners, you've you've read the book or you've heard it, but 60% of professional hockey players from Canada are born in January, February, March, or April. It's crazy, right? It's a crazy thought. Why does that happen? Well, it happens because the hockey league starts uh, in January. And so a child who's born January 1 will play hockey against another child who was born eight or 10 months later. And when you're six years old, 10 months of development and dexterity and eye hand coordination is a huge advantage. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so this is what happens. So they're bigger, they're faster, they're a little bit more coordinated. So they get to play more games, right? They get to start. And now when they're starting and playing more games, they gain more experience. And then when it comes time to pick the select team, Who do the coaches pick Mm -hmm. the best players? So now they move to another level of select their competitions better. And they're playing even more games against better competition. And they go to tournaments and because they're on a select team, they get better coaching. And so this happens year over year, over year. So much so that 60% of professionals are born in the first what 30% or, or 25% of the you know, 33% of the year. So what does this mean? Well, Kevin, you and I have the same statistical advantage. Because we're doing a podcast like this, we get first crack at the experts who are innovating and laying the foundation. We've got an unfair built-in advantage because people come to us because they want the platform, or we go to them and they're happy to share. And so when you're talking with an author, you might be talking about the last book that they wrote. And a lot of times they're talking about the new research they're doing. And so when you were thinking about digging into a resource that can help you, this is another reason why you wanna pick a mentor, a thought leader, an expert in your category Because they're getting the cutting-edge information ahead of everybody else. Kind of like the accidental coincidence of being born in January versus October gives you the built-in advantage to being a professional hockey player. You know, we had
0: Guy Kawasaki. We did one of these uh, lives with him recently, and he talked about that. That's why he's so investing himself in podcasting. Because he's been, in the past, been an author, authored books. But he says, and especially for him who's commenting on the current landscape in business often. He says, man, if I publish a book, if I go after a book, I'm going to write this stuff. And it's going to be a year, year and a half, two years later that it comes out. And by then, the landscapes changed." He said, I love podcasting because I get to talk about what's happening right now I hadn't thought about that in that reference so obviously if you're talking personal development it's more of an evergreen topic and some business principles of course too but yeah what you're saying you're totally right we we're getting the up-to-date right now uh, current information from people and and benefiting from that and my gosh in a culture like we have today where things seem to change hourly
2: that's beneficial I hadn't thought about it there's, you know, and let's just talk about a huge trend with the pandemic uh, for close to three, over three months now, all the physical bookstores and a lot of markets were completely closed. So all the publishers, all the big publishing houses that make their money by shipping tens of thousands of books to bookstores, their uh, distribution channel was shut down. Well, there's Amazon. Amazon comes out and says, we're overwhelmed. So we're gonna, we are gonna focus on essentials, Yep, right? Food, medicine, or anything else that's kind of like survival stuff. And so even the book sales other than electronic on Amazon were extremely curtailed. In the meantime, somebody like me, I wrote too many books during the first uh, two and a half months of the pandemic. So both of them are about 60 pages. They're the free little eBooks. Kevin, put them in the show notes and that way people can okay. get them. Uh, but we actually went to the publisher and said, hey, you know what, do you wanna do a, a you know, a, a get this book out right now because it's for now and their business model just isn't set up for this. And so what's gonna happen interestingly is there's gonna be a wave of books that come out that are a year to six months to over a year delayed because of all the pent up stuff that's happening so it's crazy so Kawasaki's saying hey we gotta you know what the podcast gives me what i need to know now that's what we've got to understand and for everybody listening what you want to make sure is that you have a filter that you trust mm-hmm because there's never been more noise in the, in the universe than right now. And so I think that's why we're hearing it over and over again, the, the podcast listeners are saying, Hey, I like the podcast because I trust what direction you point me. And so, you know, maybe the question isn't, uh, what book do I need read next? Maybe my question is, okay, who are five people I really trust and what do they say I should read or listen to? Uh,
0: it's great counsel. And talk about a filter. We've got one right here. Obviously, the show is a filter. As you said, we vet everybody and bring on the messages that we think are fitting for this audience. Um, th- so let's just dive into books right now uh, as a filter. Talk about that. Because so many of the books here are ones that you and I have read, we've advocated. Uh, the first person here, Uh, myth kazisi and i've got a lot of people from different places and i don't know how to pronounce all their names but uh, references the 5 a.m club 5 a.m club by robin sharma so folks this is show 798 we had him on show 781 really on personal mastery and the book uh, was written in a fiction form uh, so this person also rec- uh, references the book *The Alchemist*. Another one—I uh, I didn't write down the author of that, but that's one of the—that uh, book has has become a classic. Ultimately, uh, *The Alchemist*. And um, let's see—the manuscript found in Accra by Paul Colho. Co- I don't know if he, how you say that last name. I know the author, but I don't know the uh, that. But that that guy Paul Cole—I think it's Colho and Robin Sharma both have multiple books. Uh, Robin has the monk who sold his Ferrari, uh, the leader who had no title, that are all done in that. uh, Don't we refer to them as an allegorical, you know, aspect. I mean, they're taking true principles, but they're putting them in story form, which is a format I don't generally gravitate towards, but I did enjoy Robin Sharma's 5am club. Matter of fact, the people who are watching the video, I think I've got six copies behind me. So there you go. Jeff Bayless here. He says, "Man's Search for Meaning" by Viktor Frankl. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be top ten, if not higher, on that one. Matter of fact, so many people testified to it. I realized it reminded me that I have I've misplaced my copy, so I went and ordered another one. But this is a guy in a concentration camp who realizes that the the only thing that he can control is himself, and it's an incredible read. It's a short read. Um, but yeah, it's got to be up there and top of the top list. If, if you haven't read that, if you're hearing this now and haven't read it, go get "Man Search remaining.
2: Yep, Yeah. And that was a big uh, influence on dad. Um, that book, uh, Norman Vincent Peale's books were a big influence on him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll give everybody a hack that I discovered in college. So if you're in college and you are having to write a paper Uh, This is a great way to come across far more intelligent than you might actually be. Uh, The the teacher would give us a sign reading in textbooks, right? And so what I would do is I would then read those sources and find out what sources they were giving credit for. And then I would quote those secondary sources in my papers. And the reason I did that is because I wanted the professor to know that I was interested in this and I wanted to find out what the original source said. Now, if you find somebody who is kind of a guru of today, very influential, do the same thing. I'm sure that most of them will have published what books influenced them the most, go and read those sources. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you insight into the foundation of what that person is is
0: believing and there's we should just make up a basket of if you want to improve yourself business personal whatever here are your top tier books as testified by book sales over the course of time and the people the modern day leaders and influencers who still cite those books you just mentioned norman vince appeal his book the power of positive thinking is an absolute you know top 10 but you look at yeah the uh, the power positive thinking man's search for meaning how to win friends and influence people see you at the top secrets of closing the sale and secrets closing the sale again i've said this a hundred times i'll keep saying it that's a book that seth godin didn't read that 72 plus times because it was just about sales uh it's about much more than than that but again, looking at those books, yeah, that would be a great, I'm sure somebody's done that if we searched enough, somebody did a survey of top leaders and what are those top shelf books? I just told you a handful of them. Uh, Kathy Collins, she says, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and his books were referenced a lot. He was the, he was the uh, editor of uh, what, which Success magazine, success magazine. Okay. And has gone on now. He's just an a, a, a incredibly well-known author and speaker and personality.
2: You know uh one of my good friends Kyle Wilson uh mm-hmm. has a new podcast and he has 3 episodes with Darren Hardy. Oh, excellent. And it is fantastic. One of the best three-part uh podcasts I've ever heard. Uh, Kyle is a gifted marketer and questioner. Uh he does his research and he's had a he's known Darren for over 20 years and Darren doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do podcast interviews. Mm. And so, if you want to get Darren on on an interview, this will like be one of the only places you'll find it, and that's Kyle Wilson's.
0: I was gonna say I haven't had Darren on the show. Maybe that's why I don't I don't know that I asked. But uh, well, he was referenced multiple times. Uh, you can't hurt me. That's a book by David Goggins. That guy has uh, hit the limelight in a big way. I've seen him on more videos and shows and. Uh, podcast. I'm not aware. I don't know if he has a podcast or not. But that book, "You Can't Hurt Me," he was a uh, Navy SEAL, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, and has been a become a big name in a short time. It seems like. Um, Allison Arnerberg. She says, for her, it was counseling, going and getting counseling, but within that. There were books around the topic she went to get counseling codependent no more it's a book i'm aware of i didn't look up the author but codependent no more i think is a pretty classic is that Steve Otterburn? i don't know somebody else well you know it's a that's sh- a
2: great book that's a great book
0: you so you're familiar with that yeah i i didn't look that up let's see here it's a quick google search away and uh i'm not finding it uh this there's one by melody looks like beady uh as well Codependent, no more. I'm not sure uh, if if that's if if it's just that's the only book. Um, she says I also recently read Genius Books, which has completely changed my view and relationship with food in regards to brain health, and that's one that I am aware of uh, as well. Uh, Napo here, he says, does the Bible count? Uh, the Book of Proverbs is a great base, and I said absolutely, the Bible counts. Brent Cruel, he said, the Book of James, which is within the Bible. I And there, I mean, we could go off on that for quite a while. There's very few, as Solomon in the Bible said, nothing new under the sun. I don't know if there's anything of value in personal development and self-help that's ever been written that we can't trace back to the Bible.
2: Yep. James, by the way, is my favorite book yeah. uh, in, in the Bible. So, yep. uh, and I read a proverb every day. So that, those are my go-tos.
0: Well, here's a, a one from Caleb Miller. That's my son," he said. "Definitely the Ziegler Show and the True Life Show." I'm so honored. Anybody have a 25 year old kid who would listen to their podcast? You can. uh, That's humbling. Uh, for sure. But he also, his books, and these are, I, I know these books impact his life, A Million Miles and a Thousand Years and Scary Close, both by Donald Miller. And I forgot to look up the episode. We've had Donald on the show, I think twice. I think we had him on in regards to that book, A Million Miles and a Thousand Years. And then we had him on later from a business focus for his book, uh, Story Brand as well. But the book Scary Close that my son references there is. It's one of the more impacting books for me, uh, from a personal standpoint. Uh, so uh, incredible, but a million miles in a thousand years, I had an organization, a few, uh, quite a few years ago, and we gave that book to every new member because it was so powerful about, he really goes into, you know, looking at your life like a movie. Is it anything that you, anyone would be interested in? Are you interested in your life? And just a, a convicting book. For sure. Um, Caleb cites Get Your Life Back. That's a recent book by John Eldridge, who we've had on the show in the past as well. And uh, and the book I've Seen the End of You by Dr. Lee Warren, who we had on the show this year in 2020, was incredibly impacting uh, to him. Thomas Zelensky. I taught the Dale Carnegie course He says and also how to win friends and influence people dale carnegie i mean that was back when was that early 1900s 1930s
2: 30s 40s 50s something like that so thomas uh my dad was a dale carnegie instructor for a while so you're in good company
0: and i got to audit as a kid as a wallflower my dad going through the dale carnegie classes yeah anything dale carnegie man is going to do you well Uh, Wendy Trisher, she says The Magic of Thinking Big and Napoleon Hill that book again Magic of Thinking Big it's got to be I'm going to say top 10 I can't say that more than 10 times I guess but I don't know how it can't be there
2: you're still good okay
0: all right Uh, Mary she says, The Dance of Anger by Harriet Lerner is a fantastic book for women. I bought copies from many friends and they all had big aha moments from reading it. It's a book, again, it's popular enough that I, I absolutely know the name. have not read it, but I know the name. Uh, Marvin Pinnock, he says Clifton Strengths. Now, folks, if that's confusing, that's the Strengths Finder. A lot of people know Strengths Finder 2.0, written by Tom Rath. We had him on in show 353, though we talked about his book called Fully Charged uh, in that episode. But Strengths Finder is what she's talking about. And yeah, I'm not sure how the publishing has happened, but it's now called clifton strengths but yeah very powerful book that comes along it's uh companion with in essence a personality profile yep uh terry johnson says so many books and wonderful podcasts uh, but mel robbins the 52nd rule has really impacted him and tom Ziegler's choose to win uh and purpose driven life by rick warren well there's three good ones Uh, Mel Robbins has become a very well-known author, but yeah, folks, if you haven't, and I I should have pulled it out, the episode that we did with you, Tom, on Choose to Win, but you can find that as you go through. Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren has sold 20 million copies, something ridiculous, seems like last time I heard.
2: Something Uh, ridiculous.
0: Something ridiculous. Purpose Driven Life, and then there was the variations of that. Purpose Driven Business, and I don't even know how many. Uh, Archie Winningham, God's Way is the Best Way. I love that little book, written and lived out by Zig. Uh, and I, if, Folks, if you go to Ziggler.com, hit the online store, go to books, they'll find that book there, correct?
2: God's Way is still the Best Way, yep.
0: Okay. Nate Og Mandino, The Greatest Salesman. That's got to be top 20. Uh, Mandino's. I mean, that's, that's one... Gosh, I know, knew of from a young, young age. How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success, Frank Becker. I, I'm familiar with that title. I don't think I've read the book, Tom. Um,
2: I, I read the first two on there, but not that one.
0: Andy Andrews, A Traveler's Gift. That is one that I don't know how many they sold, but I, the amount of influencers that I know that cite that book is profound. I almost wonder if it's kind of a under the radar bestseller. Andy Andrews is so again, he's influenced so many influencers. So we had him on the show uh 351, episode 351 and it was on one of his books. I'm not even I don't think it was on that. It was on a different one. Uh, but yeah, he has been so influential. The pe- it feels like the people who love him, love him. My parents, Dan and Joanne Miller, uh, know him and are huge fans of his book. And again, he writes in that allegorical scenario. I think, I don't know if it's all his books, but most of them? Most of them.
2: Uh, he's written others. He wrote, uh, I think it was How to Kill 11, 11 Million People. Uh, <laughs> which is a crazy title. It is. Uh and uh, he's actually, if you get the audio recording of Dad's last book, Born to Win, uh, Andy is the voice on that book. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, so I got to spend two days with Andy in a studio when he read that book. Uh, just an amazing guy. Uh, one of the most powerful pictures. Of, well, the most powerful picture I've ever had, uh, Andy was the inspiration behind it. And it's the picture of, of Dad and I walking away from the camera holding cans. Oh, um, all right. Right, Andy witnessed that scene, and he made us get. A, he made me uh, get a picture that way, and Cindy took that picture. So, just a great, great human being, uh, amazing communicator. Yeah. And so, if you know more about Andy, uh, he looked at Dad as his dad, like his father figure, his mentor. Hmm. And so, there's so many. You know, uh, I heard John Maxwell say, "Well, if it hadn't been for Zig, I wouldn't be doing the speaking. I'd still be." preaching, uh, Dave Ramsey, you know, and said, Hey, if it wasn't for Zig, you know, who knows? And Seth Godin, Hey, if it w- my first company, yeah. you would have never heard of Seth Godin if it hadn't been for Zig. And so that's why it's for everybody, you know, it's so important. the people who influence so many people who influenced them in the beginning, because boy, when you can go, when you can hear it, the root, as well as the interpretation boy that's just a uh, I, as darren hardy would say that's a compound effect
0: yeah yep well here let me just run through a few outside we've hit podcasts we've had had books uh that some folks just responded frank uh red divide he says i skip around from the focus of fitness and self-development and business finance and spiritual i feel like if i Don't invest in all those. Everything falls apart. He says, however, he says, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl is one he read recently. It's powerful. It gave me insight to how powerful meaning in life can truly be. The beginning of the book, he says, was was difficult. uh, But as he then described his experience in survival in four concentration camps and how he derived meaning in his suffering, uh, it was so powerful. Uh, Jennifer Stone, she says, number one for her is getting outdoors. Hiking to summits daily helps her mind and body in so many ways. And we talk about these different ingredients, but sometimes that can open us up for the personal development to take root. She does say, and I I did want to reference this because we have so many business people, so many realtors even in our audience. She says, I highly recommend the book Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall. And I had been referenced that book by a friend. He says, man, I know you're not in real estate, Kevin, but you got to check this guy out. He says, it's not only a wonderful. She says it's not only a wonderful read for the real estate industry. The book is perfect for anyone who wants to improve their business, their personal and professional relationships, their thought processes, behaviors, and how to positively connect with others. Again, we're talking about an organization. That's what I've heard here. Just like we talked about Mary Kay, it's an organization that's helping you face value in a specific area, but they're there to help you be a more successful human being overall. Uh, here you go, Kenneth. Uh, Here's two, uh, two, I think Kenneth O'Neill, he says, I work daily in my Ziegler performance planner in all seven areas of the wheel of life. I teach it to my Academy prep students and participants in my drug and alcohol abuse program at the Salvation Army. Christine Apple, she says this is my first year to use the Ziegler Performance Planner. It's helped tremendously and I plan to continue using it every year. I used to think an electronic calendar was all I needed to log appointments, but this is a great tool to accomplish my goals and organize my life. Uh, And there were, I don't know if I get, if I'll get to it or if I skipped over it, people talked about journaling as well. But yeah, when you, the Ziegler Performance Planner, again, if you go to Ziegler.com, hit the online store. Is it under books, Tom?
2: Yeah, you'll find it under the books. Uh, It's just on the online store and I'll show you what it looks like. Here's mine. For the Facebook folks, checking it out. There's your performance planner. And this is
0: paper and pen and it's going through daily and getting your, Priorities in order, reframing your goals. Well, you, you can give it a quick description, Tom, but I, the people who use that thing testify to it as a lifeline for the su- success in their life.
2: So there, there's two main uses for it. The first one is it's a goals tracker. So it teaches you the process of setting a complete goal and then you write it down at the beginning of the week. So it's a seven days go across the page when you open it up. And you write the four goals that you're going to focus on for the week. And then every day you just track your progress. And then I like to put in my meaningful appointments in there. So a meaningful appointment to me is a conversation with someone. It's a, it yeah. could be a sales call. It could be a speech. could be a podcast recording. I write those in. And then as I write them in, I kind of envision, okay, what do I want to happen at that time? And, you know, you've heard it. If you, you know, if you, If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. Or Mm -hmm. if you you don't know what the ingredients are, how could you bake the cake? And so if you're trying to accomplish things in your life, there is no more powerful way to do it than to do it on paper and the planner makes it easy. So it's an amazing tool uh, to get things done and to get them done quicker and faster than you thought possible.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Greg Gerber here, he says, I found Darren Hardy's Insane Productivity Course to be exceptionally practical, no bull teaching to help accomplish all the big goals without sacrificing quality of life. We mentioned Darren Hardy before. And I'll mention right along with that, uh, Ashley Logston. that's my sister, she references thework.com. She says oh, it was a complete game changer for me to learn to shift my thinking and flip the script. Uh, It's the official website for the work uh, of Byron Katie, which is actually a lady. And we had a few people testify to her. I was not familiar with her, but I'm going to pull both of those out as courses. I was actually surprised we didn't have more people cite courses or uh, of that nature. But here's a couple there. And I feel like my personal testimony from people is that those are as powerful or or, or more than anything else courses and events are the big uh game changers for many i'm surprised we didn't have more references to them in this thread alan thomas he says it's a loose loose leaf notebook that came with two cds that i purchased for 96 dollars from a guy in franklin tennessee you may have heard of him kevin dan miller Uh, I said, totally rings a bell. He says, says, I actually found the original transaction in my personal finance software from May 2004. The impact over the following year was epic. And so he's referencing the early uh, publication, self-publication of 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller, uh, my father. That's a great testimony, too, to not having to have something perfect to get it out there. Uh, We're probably in a little more competitive light these days because there is the option to go out there and self-publish one by one on Amazon or whatever. And so pretty much everything looks nice, but uh, it's neat to see that. You know, we had somebody else say, uh, man, I, my favorite is those old school Zig Ziglar C, uh, uh, the cassette tapes uh, as well. All right. I can remember, yeah.
2: I can remember back in the day, Kevin, uh, dad would, would teach Sunday school and they would record it and then they would duplicate cassette tapes and 15 minutes after he was done you could go get your cassette tape yes i remember that and they were a dollar i mean you could basically for the cost of the tape you could take it home and there are people all over the world who have boxes of those things yep yep
0: yeah and there's so many i'm not, i'm skipping down through so many that just say zig ziglar see you at the top uh, Zig Ziglar, see the top over and over. Secrets to closing the sale. Obviously, we have a Ziglar audience here, but that is why we are here with the Ziglar show. That's had 47 million downloads, is because of that life-changing uh, content. Couple more here. Jessica, she says the ones that work are the ones that actually that I actually apply to my life. There's the Bible, number one, and then Zig. We have the complete set and the current Ziglar show. Well, thank you. Um, it's You know what? Speaking on that, again, if you want, I, I probably don't mention this enough. If you want the, uh, a great library, not the library, but a great library of Zig Ziglar content still is the best. What's the best resource on the Ziglar site, Tom?
2: You know, if you want like the classic Zig Ziglar audio, I would go and get how to stay Motivated. You can get it at uh, zigler.com, and you can either get it in hard copy CD or you can get it uh, digitally. And so you'll get the files you can download on your phone. That is twenty over twenty hours of attitude, motivation, personal development, self-image, and goal setting. And it's just uh, it's it's the bread and butter. So if you like, see it at the top book. If you like. Uh, you know, any uh, over the top, any of the top performance, any of the books that, that he wrote and he want it all on audio and he recorded them in front of live audiences would give it a lot of energy. Uh, those are, those are it. We've sold more of that one than any other program we've ever had.
0: Well, you know what? It'd be a good place to wrap up right on there, Tom. And just saying that this is, I know it's exciting to get new material. To listen to the next guest, to read the next book—that's great. It keeps our hope and inspiration on fire. But people attesting to change almost always comes from the repeat, 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 repeat. Uh, and so, to think about that, to think about what are the what are the what are the shows here on the Ziggler Show that have been the most influencing to you? Maybe don't listen to the next few new ones. Go listen to that one again or add it to your list and listen to it over and over. Whatever books it was, go read it again. Take it this time with a pen and a journal. Uh, do something different or type it or whatever. Get it into your noggin again and again. Whatever that audio is that really imp- influenced you. That TED Talk, that conference, whatever. Go do it again. We're, we're in a habit culturally, and I'm part of it. You know, I, I suffer from it too, of wanting the next new thing instead of... And so we hear and gain some knowledge, but we don't really learn and change.
2: That's Right. Uh, Dad used to teach you got to listen to it at least 17 times before you really know it. Yep.
0: I remember hearing that recently or most recently from Mark Thames, one of his sons, who said it was, it was when we were at the event in Nashville. And he had a son there who said he
2: was at that point going through some of the Ziegler material 17 times because he heard that. Biscuits, fleas, and pump handles. There you go. It was the audio recording that uh, I think it was Marcus. Okay. He listened to it and uh that's free too if you go to ziggler.com we have free gifts there and that's a download you can get for free so hey <laughs> go load up your library with dad's most famous speech biscuits fleas and pump handles which is free
0: there you go go get it listen to it 17 times uh all right thanks for all the uh the input here what a great great list tom thanks brother well, there you go, folks, firsthand testimonies of personal development resources that literally changed people's lives. I think it's just a treasure chest of a show and hopefully gave you some significant ideas and inspiration for powerful resources you can now go and engage with in your life. Well, coming up next is episode 799. As of this recording, we're still deciding which show we're going to slip in there. So just know it's another great show. I hope they all are. Till then, thank you for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.